podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. From the Fifth Quarter Studio in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to High School Hoops with your hosts, Steve Collins and Jake Steger. All right, welcome to High School Hoops. Yes. How you doing, Coach? I am doing well. How are you? I know. I know. Uh, before we jump in and talk about uh, this topic, uh, let me give a big shout out to our two sponsors, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine. Yep. There's. I've told you the story about when I went to the Final Four in Minneapolis and there were like all these like ones from like Korea and... Did I tell you that story? It's like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I went in the convention center with Drew and it's like, I thought there were only two different shooting machines. Well, well the sh- yeah. I, oh, you did tell me this because you're like, I only thought there was the, the gun, right? The right. shoot away, right? Yeah. And then uh, Dr. Dish. Yeah. Dr. Dish. And it's like, I like, oh my gosh. It's like, I, I don't know. There, there must be a worldwide market for it. But Dr. Dish is the best. And the reason they're the best is they're the most innovative. I'm telling you. And the customer service. That's the two reasons. So mention High School Hoops. Mention Coach Unplugged. Mention Coach Collins. Mention anything and get $350 off. I would also, also say that you, you also talk about how easy they are to put away. Oh, right? it's a record. My record is like 27 seconds. I think. That's amazing. Like that. I know. It's pretty good. That's <laughs> I know. And during COVID, I had a, I was running into school to just turn them on, make sure they were just like, you know, they're machines. I, you know, they're not work. <laughs> I got to oil up my shoe machine. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Yeah, it's, it's still working. Uh, and then I'll also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Coach and I were talking about my son at Middlebury. I'm trying to pay for college. Help me pay for college. Go join a couple months. That would be nice. If you like the podcast, it's a way of giving back. Um, don't go look up the cost of Middlebury for one year. Or you'll keel over and have a heart attack and i don't want to be responsible for that but you can help me not have a heart attack by going over and uh joining teachhoops.com all right so so this week i was so the reason this topic came up is i was talking to you about some meetings i've had with my coaches and i thought gosh we should have a staff discussion like because I think there's two days that are really important. The day that you pick your team and the day you pick your staff. And, and, and coach and I haven't specifically talked about this, but my, I've had two staffs basically in 25 years, roughly two staffs. And it's like, you know, you're good. Now there's, there's pluses and minuses, but you know, you're kind of in the same wavelength when you start telling the same stories over and over again. Correct. (laughs) But so, so there's two things. That is a great place to be. This is a long season. You better get along with the people that are on your staff. If you don't, it's going to be miserable. Just like having a team that's not that doesn't get along. You want a staff that gets along. Now, we as a staff have done, especially when we didn't have a season last year, did a lot of um, a lot of inspection of our protocols and inspections of how we did things because. The problem is sometimes it's like big conglomerates. You just kind of keep doing the same thing over and over again because it's comfortable and it's easy. Well, we tanked all that during COVID and we changed protocols. We changed things we were doing. The team, the, if anyone's listening to this in our conference, you won't recognize what we do anymore because we I had 18 months off. So good luck. 
you're gonna have to rescout me. Um, but I think that is the that is the downfall of having a cohesive staff is sometimes, yep, you get the nodding. That, that's good. Yep, 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 yep. And you have to, as a high school coach, fight that, fight that complacency of this is the way we've always done it. We're gonna keep doing this. Um it's uh, it's not reinventing it's, it's the wheel. It's funny because I was just reading uh, uh, some stuff on Pat Summit, and one of her pillars was always about great players and great coaches are willing to change. And I think that change in your staff or how you – not just saying individuals, but how you do things. I mean, things change. Basketball is completely different than it was five years ago, right? Right, it's changed. right. Kids are different. So if we're not changing and we're not being adaptive, we're not being the best version of ourselves and the best version of our staff. So I think change is just inevitable. If we're not changing it, then you're, we're not becoming the best version. Well, and I yourself. think that's something you, you got to talk to your kids about too. It's like, you right. want them to change. You want them to change their habits. You want them to be focused or locked or whatever. Well, you got to do the same thing as a staff. And, and one of the things that we looked at when we, we, we grabbed some old practice film and, it's like we got to stop the talking at midcourt where you know the coaches are just joking around. We, I said we got to get rid of that. That's gone. Like we got to just keep things like we're too comfortable. Like we can't do that. We got to keep it. Let's end practice sooner. Let's get rid of that wasted time and just boom, 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 boom. And then we can do skill development. We can do things situational work. We can do things that we're always feeling like we're getting crunched for time. Well. If we save 10 minutes of practice, we can do a lot of those kind of things. Um, so that was something as a staff that we really dove into that I think really help, hopefully will help a lot this season. I and mean, that's my hope. Um, what's your thought on that from, from back? And the thing is, I'm lucky. I got three assistant coaches and me. So I have four people. Most programs aren't big enough that they have that. I, I they, think that you, I think the biggest thing that, I mean, as teaching profession, what we do is that we have meetings to have meetings, right? Uh, at some uh, point, at some point, we have to have an agenda, we have to have objectives, and we have to have meetings that actually do something, right? You know, you do. You, you da, talk da, about da, 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 da. Hopefully, every teaching administrator will listen to that. Like, quit having meetings for the sake of having meetings now. Everyone does that. I feel like it's an episode of The Office. I get it. You you have value in doing your brain dumps, right? But that's a right. different time of the year, right? But yes. when you're meeting with your whole staff and you have to have a set of agenda and you have to have some focus. I, I And I have, I've done this before too, where I'm like, oh, we're going to have a coaches meeting. And it's an hour later and we've gotten through one or two things. Right. And part Excuse of me. the first 10 minutes of every one of our coaches meetings we use is catch up. Like, yep. like I'm going to have one tonight. And we'll catch up. We'll, we'll talk about Drew. We'll talk about Emma. I mean, we'll talk yep, about their exactly. kids, what's going on. It's just normal. That's, that's good yep. for staff morale. You gotta, it is you good gotta, staff. you got to you know. humanize your staff. I yes. agree with you. Like Jake, Jake Ferguson, who's playing football for the Badgers. We'll talk about yeah, Jake. Yeah, he's killing we'll it, dude, Chris. by the way. He's I always tell it. my wife every Saturday. I'm like, you know, Steve Bush, that kid. I know. <laughs> so we'll talk about, but we'll talk about our former players and like right. our staff. And, you know, one of our former players is going to be on my staff. So we'll talk about some of that stuff. But, but then I like, okay, we're done. Now let's move on to the agenda. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So I think that's important to, to have that. But because- I also think that depending on the age of your staff, there are some people that will appreciate that too, because for me, if I'm an assistant coach and I have a three-year-old, an eight-year-old, time is of the essence. I want to get there. 
Right. Tell me what you want. Right. Tell me what, what, what do I need to say? What do I right. need? We need to be efficient. Right. So, so coach is much harder to get on the podcast than me. Cause my kids Absolutely. don't, my kids really do not like my son's away and my daughter's a junior in high school. I don't even know if she knows I live in the house sometimes. So, <laughs> so I have time and that from that respect, but I do remember that stage where, whew, you know, we, we used to, when my kids were that age, we were going to the state tournament a lot. So I've told you this story. We used to have two, we used to have two um, schedules, like the schedule we'd give my wife and the actual schedule. So we would, <laughs> we would, <laughs> we, we, so I could get some stuff done I needed for the team. So right. there were two different things because it was true. I was running around like a chicken with his head cut off. Um, but I think this is important, especially for those high school coaches out there listening that, you know, think about your staff not only as a family, but think about it as an effective unit and that how you can use that unit, especially as the head, if you're the head coach, how you can kind of um, use that moving forward. I think that's an important. Um, you just, I, I just wrote down this, the thing you wrote, effective unit. <clears throat> and I think effective unit is the ability to delegate and you utilize people's strengths. Um, I, I feel like often, you know, when a person takes on a head job, everybody wants to put it on their shoulders and it's their vision, right? But I think right. the best leaders are ones that can delegate that vision and allow people to utilize their strengths to build that program. And so you have to be um, willing to be able to delegate and allow allow people to utilize their strengths. Because you 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 are the, one of the first coaches I've met where you know that there's people on your staff that are better at certain things than you are yourself. And right. there's nothing wrong with that. No, but I'm gonna, I mean, I mean, there's times where we're running through our offense or defense. I'm not talking. I mean, John's talking, Kevin's talking, Nate's talking. Great. They, they I mean, they're, they're divin, dove into it more than I have. Great. That's go. I don't care whose voice they hear as long as they're learning the material. And I'll jump in if I feel like there's a need to do that. But um, yeah, I just think that's, I think that's an important thing. And I think it's something as, as you as coaches that are listening to this, really think about your staff because those are the educators you're putting in front of your students, which are your players. Those are the most important people. Teachers make difference in students' lives, just like coaches make differences in players' lives. And if, if you're not putting the right people in front of them, then you need to find new people. So I'm right. You, you know, because they're, they're, they're also creating that, that, that pathway to get to you to the varsity coach. Right. Yes. And, um, you know, if you're just getting somebody to fill in, then you're just getting somebody to fill in. You really right. want them to be, you want somebody that's going to grow and get you ready for that next step. But I also, that's, that's also a responsibility you have to do as a coach. You just don't hire someone and give them a team. You know, you make them inter, integral part of your program. Right. That's what a program is. It isn't, oh, he's my JV coach. No, he is part of my staff. Right. You know, he's my JV one coach. He's your crazy right? uncle that you see at Thanksgiving. No, 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 no. You are a staff. You are all interconnected. You know, you are all following the same. You are all that running that common language. You know what I mean? Right. I just, it's that terminology that you and I have talked is. about. It is. It's that common. It's that common base. But if you don't have that common language and you don't have those things, then you're constantly trying to break bad habits every single year. Right. That's to me is wasted time. Yep. You know, if you don't take the time to do those things, you're wasting time for other things that could happen. You just talked about those, that 10 minutes where you guys are chumming along, man, if I took that 10 minutes and I got 10 more minutes of shots up for my players 
or I just let them 10 minutes out of early practice. Like that could change the whole shift of a week of practice. Just 10 minutes. I know it could change everything. I know everything. that's we're going to try to track how much time we save when we do that this year. All right, coach, um, go off and feed your kids dinner. Oh, I already got it. I already have lasagna made. So that's why I did the five o'clock meeting with you today because I prepaid my lasagna. It's in the oven, almost done, ready to cook. So I can have a family dinner at six tonight. Oh, that's nice. Do you, um, do you, uh, you eat a lot of pasta? I actually am the person in my family that does all the cooking. I know, but do you eat a lot of pasta? I do. Why? I just wondered. I mean, (laughs) no, I'm just saying, uh, so yeah, I try to eliminate as many carbs as I can. Um, I don't eat a lot. I don't eat a lot of pasta, but my kids, my kids at that age, they do. Yeah. They love lasagna. You can never go wrong with a good lasagna. I love lasagna. That's really good. I'm, I'm, I'm fasting right now. So I haven't eaten since like 10 o'clock last night. So maybe that's why you're so, you seem kind of edgy today. Today. I'm probably hungry. Yes. I've had coffee. You're you're hangry. That's what they call I'm not I'm not actually hungry. That's the funny part. It's like really intermediate fasting is a wonderful thing. You should actually think, yeah. Well, our okay, so this has nothing to do with the staff. We're gonna we're (laughs) gonna gonna dive into high school. Intermediate fasting. Intermediate fasting. So here's what happens. So think about think about think about humans, right? There were long stretches where you know, what would I have to do to eat? I would have to go hunt and gather. Right. So there stretches where I would not. You eat. mean people just soon go to the store back in the day? They didn't go, they to, actually... they didn't go to the pick and save and pick up. Their oh. So your body is actually made. So you to get a that. second win. You really do get a second win. So I eat at night. I basically, I don't do this every day, but probably five days a week, 18 hours of not eating. And about hour 10, I get a second wave of energy. I swear to God. Really? Oh, yes. Yes. So is this just a Steve Collins thing? Or is no, this, this is a whole, there's science behind this. There's a lot. No, I'm talking like, did you and your wife do this together? Or no, this... she doesn't do it. Hell no. Oh. I do it. Um, yeah, my brother does it some, but I do it. I, it's, um, How long have you been doing this? A couple of years. I, do, I don't want to get the dad bod. You know, I'm be 55 in December, so I don't want that dad gut. So this is kind of one of the ways. That, and if you read any science, less calories live longer. Okay. That, that is true. That's been proven right. um, with mice and stuff. So less calories, more. Anyway, so if you want to make sure your staff lives longer, make sure they're intermediate fasting. That's the, that's the core. No, but that's intermediate, the- so do a little research <laughs> on intermediate fasting. We'll talk about it. And all the coaches out there, I am not a medical professional. I am not <coughs> intermediate fast. Seek out medical attention before you try any of this stuff. Okay, there yeah, you go. Disclaimer, don't, there you don't, go. Don't sue me is what I'm saying. All right. <laughs> Bye, coach. All right, take care. Sports Social Podcast Network.